2-1, Alvarez. It's a high drive center field. Veerling's back. This game is turned upside down. Base hit left field, Christian Vasquez. Bregman heads home. Schwarber can't get it cleanly. Massive insurance run knocked in by Vasquez. Mancini playing behind the runner at first. He goes, and the pitch is lifted to right by Castle. Long run for Tucker over toward the line and foul territory. Makes the catch, and the Houston Astros do it again. 2022 World Series champions. to the only podcast that matters. Uh, utility, welcome everyone. Just a quick update this week. We've got some of your regular uh, fan favorites, uh, starting, of course, with the uh, founder of this league, the commissioner through every year, except for this year, David Lee. Thanks, Michael. And I am at my home this week. I I decided that uh, it would be good to just tone it back a little and only have vodka. So you've got about 15 minutes of good time here before it gets rowdy. All right. I love that. Uh, we've got Joe B. who's here on a very limited basis. Uh, he had an extremely exhausting weekend in western New York last weekend, but he's stopping in just for a minute. Welcome, Joe B. Gentlemen. Always a pleasure to be hanging out with you guys. Uh, wish I had more time, but I, as you said, I am still recovering and I'm not well. Uh, before you hop off, you were at the Sunday night game, the Packers at the Bills. Uh, how was it being in the stadium? How was the tailgate situation? What's the rundown on it? Uh, tailgate situation was fantastic. Uh, Bills fans, Bills Mafia, uh, awesome group of people to hang out with. Um, had a ball. Uh, you know, uh, uh, what, what I can say is uh, I just wore out from the experience. And, you know, it's uh, got home got home on uh, late Monday night and it's Friday and I'm still recovering. It was uh, quite the experience. Uh, game was, you know, game was good because the Bills won. First half was awesome. Uh, Josh Allen throwing fucking laser beams for touchdowns uh, kind of fell apart in the second half, but you know, that's football and shit happens, but they got the W and because our fourth guest is a fan of the team that gave away uh, Heinz, uh, the Colts. We've got our commissioner, Jay Fry. Jay Fry, what'd you think of that trade? From the Colts fan perspective, I didn't really understand it. You can't say I think if you gave Jimmers a one night with John Kissow and his repertoire of drugs, it would be an incredible experience for all involved. I think we should make that happen. Just one night. Until he, once he meets John Kissow, he's off the wagon. Yeah. <laughs> I got to say, though, uh, he is an asshole, but I like his, his, his kids seem quite bright, and they are doing a good job um, helping run the team. 
both of them. Have you have you seen them, Dave? Oh Jesus Christ! Are they six foot one blonde chicks with large knockers? I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, Joe B, stay as long as you like. When you drop out, do it in your normal style, your Irish goodbye, where uh, you never say a thing, you just disappear from the screen. Let's talk about last week's games. Uh, I actually want to jump into one game in particular that doesn't involve anybody who's on the podcast right now. It was a game that we bet on last week. Dave claims he doesn't remember the bet. Bullshit, but whatever. You want to make a bet? Yes or no? For this week? Yes. Who's he got? He's got Singletary. He's got Mustard. Yep. Sure. Straight up? Yeah. What do you got? Hundred bucks. Just total points for the two. Do our ones. That's how it works. Yeah. Okay. I got the Hussies. You got the Teds. Okay. Let's go Teds. Let's go Teds. Don't be dumb. <laughs> Timberwolf Ted was just dominant versus the Hussy who fell back to earth. Well, one eighteen is not really dominant, um, but Christian goes as Joe Burrow goes. Joe Burrow gets 45. She looks really good. Joe Burrow gets 15. She's going to have an off week. I, I, th- I thought the same thing. I thought it was a very close game, except for Derrick Henry. Shit, if Derrick Henry would have played the whole game, I, Todd might have had 140 points. It's He had the guy that exploded with Henry at 34. She had no one that exploded. I don't know. So Henry didn't play the entire game. I was not aware of that. No, the backup running back got like 12 points on his own. Had like 90 yards, 88 yards rushing, another 40 receiving. Henry had like 220 rushing yards. Yep, he here. The entire game. Hold on, Joby. I'll give, you, I'll give you the number. 219 and two. I'm looking at it, Dave. No, 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 no. The backup. Oh, we don't care about the backup. Hey, the, the, the highlight out of the Teds, how many fucking times do we have to recommend this on the podcast? Tony Pollard should be in your starting lineup every week. Had Kristen had a better week, she would have decimated you with Pollard with 33. Zeke is done. Zeke is dead, Jay Fry. I think he was too busy writing his speech for the NEAC conference. Indeed. Pollard should play every game. He's he's been amazing. The Huddle Hussey story is one that we said. Cincinnati has the great – because she has so many Bengals. If Cincinnati has a great week – She's going to have a great week. They didn't have a great week. So. Like, well, every week you and I talk about this, and I, I think she has a good team, I, but I think it's middle of the pack at best. It's I, most you bet, But you bet on her. So now she's you're putting up, She's putting up a ton of points. Right. So I bet on her last week, even though my – you heard me hesitate on the podcast, by the way. I got it. I get it. I bet I lost. Fine. But you lose – Three of the top players at their position in one fucking week. Who can overcome that? I I don't. That that's last week you argued that Henderson could just be plugged in. He scored four. <laughs> you argued that Mostert was a top running back. He scored seven. <laughs> hey, Devonta Smith scored seven, and then I'm pretty sure last night he scored like seven or eight again in a night where they were playing the Texans. For Christ's sake. Kristen's got some problems unless Burrow, to Jay Fry's point, is going to throw for – do what he did at the end of last year and throw for 400 yards. 400 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. And it, is, I don't ja- think is, is Jamar Chase still out? 
Chase is out for at least another three weeks, minimum. What did T. Higgins do last week? Probably nothing because they got smoked, but anyway. Yeah, we'll have to find Higgins. Dave, when when we get into uh, the outlook for next week, I would like to challenge you a double or nothing on a a game this week. I have one in mind, but if you want to choose a different one, that's fine. It does involve the Teds. It does involve the Teds. All right. Yeah, let's walk through we're not going to get to the outlook. We'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, we've got the, before he gets off the line, this will make him disappear. The Montgomery mean machine, Dennis, getting back into the winning ways against the nasty habits after putting up like a 160, falls back to earth. Welcome back to the shit zone with myself and Dave, who claims he's not in that place, but okay. If I'm four and four, I won't be on this shitty podcast. Yeah, my team is bad. In fact, if you ask me to name three guys on my team, other than Tom fucking Brady, I couldn't do it. Um, I, I have no hope. I'm prepping for next year already. Uh, so anybody wants to make any trades, look me up. Keepers? Who are your keepers for next year? Deshaun Watson is number one. <laughs> hey, Joe. That's, 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 prob- <laughs> that's probably it. <laughs> No, I no, 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 off no. Of waivers the other day. So. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You have Eddie in for the next three years, right? This was your first year keeping, or two years. Yeah, Travis Etienne will be a keeper for He's sure. He's going to be a keeper. Miles outside Sanders of that. Been better than advertised. Your biggest problem is why do they keep taking chances on the short dude from New England to run fucking NFL franchises? <laughs> Las Vegas might be the worst team in the NFL, and they spent a fuckload of money – Firing the Devontae coach. Adams has scored a total of like 32 points this season. It's like well, they made the playoffs game. last year. They were this close to beating the Bengals in the first wild card round of the playoffs. They fire a coach that everyone rallied around, and they are miserable. Terrible. They're they're fucking terrible. Devontae <laughs> Adams had a problem with Rodgers in Green Bay, and that's why he left. And right now, I think Devontae's going. I wish I would have fucking stayed. Yeah. Joe, we, we had a lot of laughs at uh, uh, on your team last week, uh, talking about this uh, on the podcast last week. Cade Otten, where where'd you find this fella from? <laughs> um, there's yeah. no tight ends out there. What are, what are you going to do? There were a lot of tight ends. There, there were, were a lot of tight ends of that. You could have had Tunyon. You could have had Ingram. You could have had my no, guy. My, my team, Mike V picked up Tunyon before I could get my hooks into him. And uh, I wasn't going to burn my, my spot on the waiver wire to pick up Tunyon. So, yeah, tight end's a tough what position, man. You either got somebody that's good yeah. or they all suck. So We honestly had a great laugh about that. <laughs> <laughs> I figure, you know, if Brady's got to throw it to fucking somebody, why not K-Dot? You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's talk about Dennis a little bit. Uh, nice score, 138. Uh, he has thrown in uh, let Gino cook, and Gino has been cooking. Aaron Jones, a great week. Uh, he's got – oh, Dave, you said uh, Williams out of the Detroit Tigers, uh, Detroit Lions, uh, would no longer get any decent carries because DeAndre Swift is back. But Jamal Williams, 22 points last week. They gave, him the ball, they gave him the ball twice inside the 10. That's why he scored twice. Uh, look, he may be able to do that the rest of the year because apparently DeAndre Swift is fucking questionable every week of the year. 
he might be as soft as fucking Charmin. I don't know. Well, all of a sudden, Dennis is in the thick of the playoff picture. Most, most I'm going to move. I'm going to change my grade on him from maybe making the playoffs to very likely to make the playoffs at this point. If I'm four and four, I won't be on this shitty podcast. If Andrews is hurt, I think he could pick up Cade Otten because I think I dropped him. <laughs> you got him already? <laughs> All right. Next game up, we had uh, Anthony's team needs some TDs versus Bishop Sankey's Bishop Sankey's. Anthony wins 114 to 107. He's another one of these teams that's built on uh, the success of an NFL team being the Bills. And uh, the Bills guys had, a. I mean, I would take these points for my team. I would celebrate. But for the Bills, a little bit of an off week uh, against the Packers. But still beat me by seven. But 114 is a much lower mark. Hold on, Michael. Do you not watch Red Zone on Sunday? I do. Were you – what did you do when DJ Moore caught the Hail Mary in the back of the end zone to basically beat you? I got to tell you what. I had a, a five-leg parlay going, <laughs> and I had already hit on four of the five legs, and the one that I needed was uh, the Panthers, and they, were, they weren't going to cover. I had Panthers plus three and a half. And then DJ Moore scored. I was like, oh, my God, that's it. That's it. That's it. I'm in. I won this thing. There was all the drama, you know, the helmet off, the miss, whatever. They lost it overtime. But I covered at three and a half. So I actually was pretty excited because that paid like 700 bucks on a $35 bet or something like that. Nice. More power to you. I love it. How do I feel about DJ Moore? I don't know. Actual real money in my pocket or a pretend thing on my phone? Well, hold on. I didn't know you had real money on it. So that makes total sense. But if you didn't have real money on it, that's a bad beat. (laughs) Totally bad beat. But I didn't know it at that moment because there was still a lot of football to be played between he and I. And and the game went all the way to the very end of Monday Night Football. It was it they got the ball that last possession when they shouldn't have had it because of clock mismanagement. So yes, my team sucks. We're looking to build on next year. Somebody in the league uh, texted me and wanted me to trade uh, DeAndre Hopkins and uh, and Metcalf for I don't even remember. It was it was something not very exciting, but. Dennis is the one that texted, I'm eliminated. Why would I trade a keeper like DeAndre Hopkins? He's not even keeper now. He'll be eligible for three more years past this. There's nothing you can Well, he is 41 years old, right? So No. Put a 33. I'm just kidding. He was if if you were to trade Hopkins this year, someone could actually have a legitimate gripe with collusion on some level. Right. I would say, what's the motivation there? That that literally, I, I can't win this year, and that's for next year. So that's like Joe said, I'm building for next year. I'm not going to give up. We we have inducements and punishments for those that finish last. So trust me, I'm going to keep fighting through this. Maybe I can pay, play spoiler a little bit. But yeah, uh, yeah, this isn't good. And I will try to make a little money on the side on betting you on weekly games, Dave. All right, so we had Supreme Leader Fry, one of, one of the better teams, playoff bound with 120, losing to the X-Men, 
152, it's a big number. I apparently I'm alone. Like last week, I argued on the podcast. Don't pretend that you're not in the same ring of, of Dante's Inferno I am this fantasy football season. And he said, Nope, my team's better on paper. I got to give it to you. I got to give it to you, uh, Dave. Uh, you guys had a great week. Look at McCaffrey. He threw one. He received one. He ran one in. That trade with John, wow, you just beat him mercilessly. What did he get out of that? No, 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 no. That was a very fair trade. Actually, he won that trade. If I would have had those players last week, I would have scored 21 more points. Who did? Who was the other side of that trade? And I know you're full of shit the way you're arguing with me about it. No. Who did you That's give up true. for McCaffrey? A.J. Brown? No, A.J. Brown and uh, Waddle. I yeah. would have scored 21 more points. Pretty, pretty, pretty fair trade, yeah. Yeah, it was a very fair trade. Yeah. All right, all right. I would Jake. have never have done it if I didn't have Lamb and Olave. I, I think Olave is the real deal. He had 10. He had a, a 19 out of Kyle Pitts. When you have a guy that size, it's just it's crazy. Hey, look, I, I... – Atlanta didn't use him earlier this season at all. He was a total fucking bust. So, you know, good good on you, Dave, for Here's sticking the thing. with the guy. I told Michael I was going to move people to just try to figure out what I wanted. Last week, I won big because I had McCaffrey go crazy. And that's what you kind of need is someone to go crazy. But at the same time, I, do I wish I still had Hopkins? Fuck yes, I do. Now Taylor's hurt. I'm playing Deion Jackson this week. So do I wish that I still had Waddle? And I mean, so here's the thing. Every single week someone on the Eagles is going to score 15 to 25 points. But are they going to explode? No, because they pass the ball around too much. The three touchdown thing is not going to happen again. I, Dave, I'll, Dave, I'll applaud you because you make moves week in and week out. You don't stand pat and you're constantly doing something to improve your team. And I think you're, you're in a much better place today than you were a couple of weeks ago. So now, my hat's off to you. Friday, I think you're doing, I think you're making, you're making good moves. When we talk next Friday, it could be really ugly because I am. Uh, I got half my team on a bye this week, literally. And I should have. Uh, hold on, hold on. Who did Dak play last week? Chicago. Detroit. Chicago. Is he playing Detroit this week? Dak's on a bye this week. All right. Well, my point is, he had a great week, but he played a shitty, played a shitty team. Let's He's in a shitty division. But that's fantasy football, though, Jay Fry. That's how it works. It's well, yeah, but I mean, don't expect that from him going forward at all. Jay Fry, I'd like you to uh, a few things about your team. Uh, I, you're still a playoff team. Uh, the thing that does bother me, and I've, I've talked about it on the podcast. I know you don't have availability for podcasts in Marion, Indiana, but um, <laughs> that is a thing. But <laughs> <clears throat> the thing about your team that I bring up every week is the points against, which is an indicator, Dave. And you continue oh to there run. There we go. Well, oh, no, you're no longer the lowest in the league. Uh, Anthony's pulled ahead of you. But I think it explains, like, your team, you got to admit, you had some easy weeks here, and now suddenly – I'm a little concerned with this team. And when I look at the, the breakdown of this roster, this St. Brown, he was amazing early, but I, I think he's dead. He's uh, hurt. 
Marquise Valdez Scantling? No, sir. No, sir. Gusecki, no, sir. I, I think you're still going to find your way into the playoffs, but this team is a middle-of-the-pack team. It's not a great team. Are it's you looking at this team? team? What? Are you looking at this team right now as you're saying this? No, no, it's true. I, I will I will oh, say Hold this. on. Hold on. Mike Gusecki. There are three or four Mike Gusecki is playing because the number one tight end in fantasy football was on a bye. You know, I'm I'm going to score consistently in the 115 to 125 range. It just so happens two of the last three weeks, Christian goes off and gets 150-something, and then Dave goes off and gets 150-something. And this week, the guy had my kryptonite because he had Goddard. Goddard caught every pass that my quarterback threw. <laughs> Goddard had 24 points. My quarterback only had 20. Jeffrey, are you skipping ahead? Are you already conceding this week as well? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's unless I have a miracle. Unless, uh, yeah. And Jay Fry, yeah. Dave says, oh, Gasecki's only in the lineup because the best tight end in football was on a bye last week. But Gasecki is in his roster for this week, too, Dave, in the flex position. Well, okay, Gusecki <laughs> scored 12 last week. Hunter Renfro scored one. <laughs> yeah, he's been a bust, and that's Josh McDaniel's fault, and I I keep hoping that McDaniels gets fired and the guy gets some value again. Is that too much to wish? Well, we're going to find out. Um, I do want to mention one thing before we leave this game uh, in Dave's team. Uh, you know, of course, it was collusion. John told Al. Al had to weigh in. I had to defend the trade. I don't know how it's going to work out long term, but so far on a scoring basis, D Hop fifty three, Taylor nineteen, and D Hop will be on my team in twenty twenty three, in twenty twenty four. I got Pitts too. I got Pitts too. And at some point, Najee Harris is going to play fucking football. No, I don't think so. I think you're right, unfortunately. All right, uh, let's talk about uh, the drunken tailgaters looking strong, six and two, uh, 140 against V for Vagina. Last week, I said I'm starting to grow concerned with Mike's team. Uh, What concern that I had before is now magnified. I'm concerned whether he can even make the playoffs at this point in time. You berated me for the first three weeks of the season that James Robinson was a stud. All right, last game of the week to talk about John Kissows. You skipped over the drunken tailgaters. You always tell me you're not that good. All right. uh, I don't like this team. I don't know why. Holy Jesus, Michael. He has the top four running backs. Oh, let me finish. It's irrational, and it has nothing to do with Brian. Um, it has nothing to do with the players on this team. I just don't I just don't like this team instinctively. I don't like it. I think it's its history. I think it's where its roots are. I do not like this team, but please uh again give us all the loving notes about your friend dog drunken tailgaters. All you have to say is Kamara, Barkley, Walker, and now Foreman. What else do you want me to say? How can you not like that team? They trade McCaffrey week one, 15. Week two, he's installed as the number one back, 31. 
and he's on his bench. You on it? Take away what you're talking about. You, you honestly think this is not a playoff team? Of course, it's a playoff team. I've said it's a playoff team all along. They're six and two. If if I'm eliminated, somehow this team is automatically clinched. He scored 140 without Patrick Mahomes, and he started Jimmy fucking girl. <laughs> Do you need a rag? No, but it's I mean, hilarious. All like, right. Jay Fry, do you are you in love with this team and you think it's a championship roster for this year? Is this the best team in the league in your mind? He's 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 deep. Um he's got um he, I mean he's won I'd say there's probably two or three teams and he's one of them that have a good chance of winning it. But you never know, he could play Christian and she could have Joe Burrow and the Bengals go off. <laughs> Goddamn right she will. Goddamn right she will. All right. It, are we done talking about the tailgaters? No, you got anything else? All right. John, kiss out Lincoln County Warlords 151 against the Detroit House of Half, which are in. They are they're going to be joining my rank pretty soon in terms of bad teams. Well, you need to start because I'm pretty sure you thought this team was good for multiple weeks in a row. Which team? Half? Yeah. No, don't. Uh... Nope. Don't don't remember that. No. Hmm. Yeah, tough week. Tough week. I don't know if you're coherent enough to make a note right now, Michael, but could you? Why am I not coherent? I'm fully coherent. (laughs) Fuck off. I'm just bored by your love of the tailgaters. Put a note in for for fucking. uh, Well, you can do it, too. Or I could do it, but I, I don't want to. Has there ever been a bench that scored zero? That is not something we track. That would be interesting to understand, though. Well, uh, you bring up a good point. And this is something we discussed with Joe before we hit the record button. But I said we were going to talk about it. He has completely slacked on writing a column. Remember, he used to do it every week. And then, of course, we got to the, the really dark season last year where everything was collusion. Every word was parsed. Uh, but still slacking on that number one for sure. I I used to like those. He said the video killed the radio star, the podcast. He'd just rather come on here and spew it out than spend two hours. But he said he spent two hours researching it. That seems excessive, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> A little I mean, bit. I, I see it in ten minutes. I see it in three minutes with vodka. Okay, here's so. Here's my other uh, – it's not a criticism of Joe, but those stats that he sends out, those are old-school stats. We need some – and I've talked to him about this offline. We need some uh, – what do they call it? Advanced, you want some advanced analytics? Yes, yes, yes. I can give you huh. many, many examples. I've said, can you do this? Like, like you- war wins and wins above replacement? Well, we're not going to get that far, but we could get pretty close with it. Hmm. I mean – I'm talking, I'm going to need at least a 100 hour commitment over the next three weeks to put this together. If you would have played this lineup, you would have won. Exactly, Dave. Hmm. Exactly. Yes. There is this guy that I just saw earlier today on a conference call. I think he was IBM at Watson. He does that stuff. Who? IBM at Watson. He will tell you who to play this week. 
from IBM. <laughs> Dave, do you know nobody's gonna be able to figure that shit out. Who's got the time to do that? No, I have simpler things than that that we have. I've suggested many of them. Bench scoring would be amazing. Hmm. Or call it gross score, whatever. But it'd be better to break it out. Here's your roster score. Here's your bench score. Here's your here's your gross score. Because some people fuck up big time. And then you can extrapolate off of that. I got a bunch of ideas. So so speaking of bench score, Jay Fry, this is a formal. Here we go. Something to the commissioner to just yes. next year. A reminder to write down, put a vote on right now. We have to stop and move the playoffs as we agreed to last year, but then I didn't fucking do one it. One week, one week forward. So there's no buys in the play in the playoffs. In other words, uh, it has to be a 14 week season, right, Dave? Instead Correct. of correct. Yeah. I, I I literally last year everyone agreed to do it and I didn't do it. And that's on me. And you can't change it now because it is what it is. But there are some significant. And I, I know people are going to be pissed when they finally figure it out, but there are significant holes in the first week of the playoffs where people are going to be in the playoffs and not have their key players playing. So we're at the, uh, can we talk about some commissioner talk for a minute? Real quick. Cause I'm past my deadline. So okay. you got, uh, how are you handling the stress of being the commissioner? I, I feel like your hair has grayed a little bit in the last, uh, well, my hair has grayed. Yes. Um, the the first couple weeks trying to get things organized was uh, interesting. I'll put it that I use that term. Um, David has been charged of collection, so I'm assuming everything's going well there, and that's his. Uh, I don't think he's done anything. Moment. With that. Dave, what's yeah. the status? What's the status? He made you the treasurer of the league. Have you? We're, we're good. Everyone's pinned. No shit. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> You're awesome, Dave. If you got everybody to pay already, so great Fuck job. Fuck you, motherfuckers. What do you think? I don't. God damn it. Really? Speaking of that, David Lee. Well, anybody listening to the podcast, talk to David Lee. We are playing a baseball fantasy league this summer, and we yeah. need everybody to play. We will, we we will find a league guaranteed. Everybody that played before, and we need anybody that is in this fantasy football team that wants to play. We need to play because I'm getting better. At least I was every year. I was understanding how to play this damn thing. Yes. Which means draft pitchers. Um, and auction, <laughs> auction, 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 no, auction. auction. But David keeps auction. winning it. Auction and I want a chance to auction win league. It. So Jay Fry auction league. Come on. Be doing an auction league, but I am totally fine if we go back to a weekly change lineup league. As great as fantasy football is, and it's fun because the games all happen, you know, within a day or two, you know what's going on. Fantasy baseball is 100 times better. thousand times better. It really is. It's so good. It's so fun. Um, so, and the other thing real quick, going back to how it's gone. Hey, are you sure you got enough time? What's that? You sure you got enough time? You good? Yeah, real quick. Just, um, I was just going to give a shout out to the, the vice commissioner, there oh. was one, we had one issue that popped up and that was on the Survivor League and Christian handled it. I didn't really have to handle it. So I'm pressure's off me. What, what's, what's your problem with it? VC for life. 
VC for life. That's what I'm shooting for. All right. So Dave, you and I, you lost $100 on the Ted's versus the Hussey train bet. Um, I'm offering you double or nothing right now. What's the bet? Well, I, I'll, I'll make a suggestion. You can say yay or nay, but I love the, uh, the rivalry match of Johnny Kissow, the Lincoln County Warlords against Timberwolf Ted. ESPN has it as Warlords to win by seven. Uh, John's already scored 15 points from last night's game on A.J. Brown. I would like to take the Ted's. <laughs> or if you want another game, tell me what game you want. No, 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 no. You are this the loser. You are the loser. So I want to I, I am look, I I lost a hundred bucks to you, but I did win a hundred bucks betting against teams that I enjoy. Or a thousand bucks, sorry. So I'm still 90% ahead. Don't know what that means, but okay. Is there another game you want to bet on? Nope, I want to bet on this one, and I'm fine taking that. And here's why. It meets the standards of the Dave Lee bet. If I were to lose this bet, that means that John is coming down in the standings, which helps me potentially make the playoffs. Straight up? Yeah, I'll, I'll take John. Taking the and I do remember this. I do remember this. John, don't let me down. I remember this. Todd, this actually has nothing to do with your team. This is a win-win how I bet. I always bet against my teams. This is a uh, when you win, lose you win. All right. Uh, we also have this week the Bishop Sankeys uh, with a projection of 102. That's the best I can pull in. If somebody can tell me a waiver wire pickup, that's how sad it is. I've never uh, beat the projection. Usually you beat the projection against the Montgomery Me Machine Dennis. Dennis is very, very likely to move to six and three and pretty much lock up a playoff spot. Dave, we've got your boy, Brian Frimming, the Frim Dog, six and two. He's going against the train, the machine known as the Hovel Hussy. ESPN says drunken tailgaters are going to win by 24. The interesting part is prior to the Philly game, I probably would have said that Kristen had a really good chance to win this game. They must have run the ball a lot. I didn't look at it last night. Evans will get his catches. Lashore will get his runs. Stevenson will do what he does. So there's two, right? Here's your opportunity to win is if the, the Bengals blow up this week. If Burrow puts up 40 and, and if you see, uh, you know, 30 out of Boyd, then she's fine. That's, that's her team. And by the way, McPherson was shitty last week too. He missed a couple. The Bengals are shitty, and she is shitty. No, I don't think so. I, I think she's got a good team. I really do. I think the Bengals are good. They're going to win a lot of games going down the stretch. Therefore, her team will do well. Same reason that Anthony might win the league this year. He could. He could. Just because he's hooked up to the Bills. Uh, we've got the Nasty Habits against V is for Vagina. Hanging on to that team name. ESPN says Joe is going to win by 16 points. Uh, Sanders last night with 93 yards on the touchdown puts 15 on the board for Joe early. Uh, I, I like Joe's team. I, I, I like Joe's team. He's had a bad luck year. Tom Brady has been worse than he's ever been. And you knew what was going to happen at some point. Is this year he's done? 
Etienne is the he's going to get every single fucking carry in Jacksonville. Miles Sanders having his first consistent good year ever. And you have to think at some point, Josh Daniels is going to throw the ball to Devontae Adams before he gets fired for a third time. Uh, then we've got the X-Men against Detroit House of Half. Uh, Dave, maybe you haven't filled out your roster, but right now Half is looking to win by 11 points, according to ESPN. If I win this week, I will make the playoffs. Ooh. That Ooh. is a plant my flag in the moon statement. If by some ungodly reason I win this week with Lamb, Harris, Prescott and McCaffrey on a bye and Taylor injured, I will make the playoffs. I see what you're saying. If you can win this week, if I can win this week, the five four, yeah. Dave, I'm in a good place. As much as it pains me to say it, you've done a great job going from shit city to actually building something. You might make the playoffs, Dave. What if you won the championship out of this? I'm not sure it's a championship team, but it's. It, but what if you did like the like the Phillies before two nights ago? I'm gonna go down swinging, and that's why I keep trading. All right, you know what? I'm on board. Let's do this. I'm on board. Beat him down and then climb your way up. All right. In the last game that we didn't talk about, where there's actually been some players, and we can get a feel for it. Uh, Jay Fry, our Tomish, Supreme Leader Fry against Antony, needs some touchdowns. ESPN is saying huge win for Anthony, 146 to 114, despite Jay Fry getting 23 out of Hertz and 13 out of Pierce. Well, they're but, saying that because they projected 26 out of Hertz and, and uh, 16 right. out of Pierce, yeah. But, I mean, Dallas Goddard, uh, 24, one of his keepers, by the way. <laughs> How in the fuck does Anthony keep getting such amazing keepers every fucking time? Good job, Anthony. I think he actually listens to things. You think he pays for it? No, I, I, he did at one point in time. I don't think he does that anymore, but I do think he'll grab some bullshit off the Athletic or ESPN, how you can download these spreadsheets, and then he mixes and matches the spreadsheets. I would love to get him on the podcast and understand if the strategy of going with Bills was an intentional one or not. You were going to reach out to him to see if you want to get on the podcast. That's on you, Dave. I will. I will. All right. Jay Fry is going to live and die by two players, Fournette and, and Kelsey. Oh, if, boy. If doing I, I don't know. I think Jay Fry limps to the playoffs, but – I'd have to look at what the next few weeks look like. Next week, let's do a little research before we get on and look at who, honestly, without our bullshit and our takes and all this, like by the numbers. And hopefully, we Joe next week because he is the uh, voice of reason around the the analytics in this league. But who is most likely to make it? You have to look downstream. Who are they playing? All right. Well, I think we have covered all the games. And, yeah, next week uh, we'll take a deeper look at playoff situations. We actually might have some teams that clinch next week. It gets – I've looked at – and I haven't looked at any one of mine. But this is where I'm very happy with mine. The next three weeks, the Timberwolf Teds, 
the Huddle Huskies, and the Lincoln County Warlords. What if it came down? So last game is against the Warlords? Nope. Last game is against the Drunken Tailgaters. I'm getting my dick kicked in, I guess this. Oh, okay. Timberwolf Ted's, Huddle Hussies, Lincoln County Warlords, Tailgaters. And this week I'm both half. Oh, I thought I had Tailgaters as the last game. Okay, good. No, I do. Doesn't matter to me. All right. And then uh, one last thing I want to talk about. I might carve it out for a separate little voice note or something. I'm not even sure. But uh, can we talk about the World Series a little bit? Sure. All right. Before we do parting shots. So last night, the Astros won three to one. Three to two. Three to two. Uh, Verlander with his first World Series win. But more of a highlight to me was the fact that John broke some serious records. We're not talking about a no-hitter in the World Series, a combined no-hitter. No, we're talking about the most text ever sent, a group text ever sent during one baseball game. Dave, from the first pitch until the last out, and there were plenty of texts on other sides of that, but during the actual game, I went back and counted uh, in a group text. We had 332 texts from John Kissow. I told him that I would uh, take a drink tonight. For every time he said walk him, I, I I can't. I'd be falling over drunk. All right. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Joe B, for joining. And thanks for Jay Fry for joining. Please go home safe. We love you.